0: Welcome to the Lake City High School Collaboratory, where options turn into opportunities. For today's podcast episode, I am talking with Angie Murillo, vocational counselor. Um, Angie, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Could you explain, please, vocational rehab or voc rehab? What is it? Anything else? Any other other information that you have for us? Yes.
1: So... um, Vocational rehabilitation is the technical name, but most people call it voc rehab or VR. Um, We are an agency that is mandated by federal and state laws, um, and we exist to assist individuals who have a disability or a medical diagnosis, some kind of barrier to employment. So um, I particularly work with high school students, which is why I'm here, but we also work with adults um, up to whatever age they're working. Um, In general, to be eligible for VR services, you have to have a documented physical or mental impairment or disability, and that that causes an impediment or a barrier to employment, and that you require VR services to become employed. Um, But in general, for high school students, um, if a student has an IEP or a 504, that typically means that they would be eligible for our pre-employment transition services. So we talk a lot about that, which is called pre Okay.
0: Okay. Um, is there a specific age for yes. students for eligibility? And what other criteria do you guys consider? Yep. So for students, um, 15 to 21
1: um, is the general age, and they need to be students. Um, for someone who's currently a senior who might be looking – possibly interested in some of our summer experiences. Um, If they're planning to graduate this year, there are some circumstances where they would be eligible. Um, But typically if they're graduating from high school, um, that ends the eligibility. But if they're a student in special education who's going into an 18 to 21 program, they would still continue to be eligible. Um, If they are registered for college, there are some situations where they could um, be eligible. So, But in general, if they're a current high school student, 15 to 21 and they have an IEP or 504 plan that they would be eligible.
0: Perfect. And is that the student or their parent or guardian or their counselor or teacher who reaches out to you to potentially get you on board or let you know that they have a 504 IEP? All of the above. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I often get invited to IEP meetings. I can't make them all, but I try. So that's a good time for me to get in touch with students. But I try to be in touch with the school counselors so they know about my services as well, sometimes word of mouth. But a parent or a student can call me directly um, to set up services. And
0: yeah. Perfect. Yep. Um, so how would you explain some of the transition services through VR? Yeah. So um, we,
1: like I mentioned before, we call them pre-employment transition services or pre PRETS. pre-ETS. Um, And it's really pre-employment, so it's preparing for employment. Mm -hmm. So um, getting work experiences, just learning about the world of work. Um, There are five main categories of services that we we kind of cover within the student services and those are um, career exploration and counseling. So that's typically working directly with me and um, doing interest inventories, figuring out their skills and their needs. Um, how does that fit with their deficits? And then looking at careers, how much money do you make? Can you, is it a good fit? Do the college classes fit with your skills? Just all of those um, things that you need to think about when you're choosing careers. Um, we also can do counseling on post-secondary opportunities. So looking at college or um, CTE opportunities, filling out the FAFSA or learning about the FAFSA, how to access scholarships. Um, where do I go to get um accommodations in college, those those types of things. So those are two. The th- third one is instruction and self-advocacy. Um, and that really can include understanding your disability or your diagnosis and what accommodations could you ask for, might you need it at work, how do you go about getting those, how do you get accommodations in college, and really just how to speak up for yourself with, with what you need. Um, those are three. And then the last two are work-based learning experiences and workplace readiness training. A lot of those happen through some of the more formalized programs that we have that I'll talk about in a minute. Um, but that's really like what it says, work-based learning. So it's hands-on learning, paid work experiences at different businesses. Um, workplace readiness training can include learning about soft skills, um, how to do a resume, interview practice, just those things that you need to know to
0: go to work. Absolutely, yeah. So what are some of those um, formal opportunities for students? So a lot of the the formal um,
1: activities that we do happen in the summer. um, For this summer, the programs that we have, they they can change every summer, but typically we have a summer work experience, which we will have this summer in the Coeur d'Alene and Post Falls area, Um, and that is six weeks Um, from June 15th through July 24th. The first week of that program, the students do work readiness training where they're learning those soft skills um, job interviews. They actually have a day where they have to come dressed and ready for job interview practice. And we have people come in and do mock interviews with them. They learn about resumes. I mean, they just, in general, learn how to behave on the job, Mm -hmm. how to talk to your boss, what to do when someone says you didn't do a good job. How do you handle that? You have to redo your (laughs) work. Yeah. So Very cool. Yeah, so they learn that for the first week, and then the next five weeks they work at a business in the community. They get paid, and we provide job coaching support as necessary. So if a student needs someone with them frequently to make sure they're staying on track and learning the job, then we provide that support. Sometimes students just need someone for a to, to introduce them the first couple of days, mm-hmm. get them comfortable, maybe a check-in once a week, and then they're off and running on their own. But we provide a level of support that meets what they need, and they work 20 hours a week, so a total of 100 hours across those those weeks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we also have some programs in um, the college setting so that students can learn what it's like to do um, or to, to go to college and learn about the college experience. And... Um, We have programs, we have the Vandal Academy at University of Idaho. We have BSU Prep Academy at Boise State. And then we also have the ISU Academy Next, which is at Idaho State University in Pocatello. For those, they stay on a campus for about a week. And um, they all have, they're all a little bit different, but in general, at all of them, they learn they might learn about the different majors that are available on the campus. They might meet with a college advisor to mm-hmm. learn about their programs. Um, they, you know, get to stay in the dorms with support, obviously, but see what, you know, college life is about. It's in the summer, so it's not, you know, they're not with a bunch of college students, right. and there's a lot of support. But they get to kind of understand that. I think some of them do. Um, they get to do laundry in the dorms because that <laughs> could be a different experience for totally. some students. And, um really just in general, some of them, they actually get to sit in on a class, a oh, college wow. class. And, um, you it's know. an amazing
0: opportunity. Yeah, it is,
1: and I think that we probably end up with as many kids walking away from that saying, oh, I'm maybe not ready to go live on campus on my own, as we do have kids feel like, okay, I'm ready to do this yeah. now, um, which is just as important to learn both ways, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, they also get to learn what kind of supports are available on a campus, and even if a student maybe attends the Vandal Academy, but they don't plan to go to, to U of I, they what they learn there will transfer to any college that they might want to right. attend. So what right. U of I offers is similar to what's offered on all campuses. As very far as, cool,
0: yeah. And just to uh, reiterate, these are completely free to students. Yes, right? I'm glad okay. you mentioned that. <laughs> yes, that is important.
1: They are completely free. Um, the the college experiences and then the soul lead opportunity, which I'll talk about in a minute, are residential, and they do take a little more um, paperwork, I guess, to become eligible. You have to do a full voc rehab eligibility, but for the summer work experience and to work with me with um, career exploration and those other things I talked Mm -hmm. about, it's pretty quick to get kids signed up. If they're not 18, I do need to meet with the parent and have a parent signature, Mm -hmm. Um, but for the most part, they're pretty quick to get kids signed up. Um, and but they are completely free. Okay. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Yep. So
1: awesome. the last program I want to make sure I mention the formal programs is Soul Lead. And that is a program that we do with um the Selkirk Outdoor Leadership Education, I think is what it stands <laughs> for. Um and that's up um outside of the Sandpoint area, but students learn um about employment that's specific to scientific and um, kind of outdoor natural resources jobs. Mm-hmm. So they stay up at the the sole facility in cabins. They do day hikes where they're going out and doing um, nature-related wow. things. I think sometimes they have um, business people come in and talk about jobs that are similar to that industry. And so it's great for kids that are interested in those kind of outdoor jobs or scientific-related
0: Sounds super cool. Yeah, it is. So if a student is interested in participating in one of these, um, they would reach out to you. Is there a specific timeline or deadline? So most, I would
1: say most of our programs have a deadline of April 15th for registration. However, once they're full, they're full and we don't add any more. So it's really something as soon as you think you want to do it. Okay. Let's get sooner the better. Together, yep, for sure. Especially for those residential programs, because there is a much bigger process to go through too. Okay. Um, to access those, um, so I'm right now. I'm ready to start registering kids for all those programs. So perfect. Now is the time, and I also want to make sure I say that. I mean, we're here at Lake City High School, Coeur School District, but I personally work within Coeur and Post Falls School Districts. But we have this is across the state. And so mm-hmm. anywhere in the state that you are, um, if you meet our eligibility requirements, you can access that. So you can certainly contact me mm-hmm. um, no matter where you are, I are and I'll get you connected with the right. Perfect. if it's not going to be me.
0: Okay, awesome. And how can someone contact you? I think the best way is just to give me a
1: call. Um, My number is 208-769-1555. And you can call me and set up something. Myself or my assistant can get you set up with an appointment or we can just talk more about what you might need and what would be a good fit. Perfect. The other thing is that um, most of this, well, All of the special ed teachers in the area and high school counselors should know how to get in touch with me as well. So, if you're interested, you can go to them and say, Hey, I want to talk to that lady at work. They'll know. (laughs) Yes.
0: Any Lake City student or CHS student for that matter, and probably post fall student, you can go to your counselor or to your college and career person, and they would be able to um, definitely get you in touch with Angie to move forward on this. So, perfect. Anything else that we could talk about, Angie? you know, I just I think
1: I think it's a really great thing, I would say, especially in particular with the summer work experiences. I have kids who come out of it who go into it, maybe thinking questioning whether or not they can really work and mm-hmm. contribute to the world as adults. and they come out on the other end with a different kind of um, it, it's just a different level of confidence and understanding, you know the our work experiences are really good. I always say, don't know if this is the best term but it's a safe way to have your first job we find the work for them so they don't have to go through the application and interview process which can be really stressful Um, and there's rejection involved with that they get the job we do we work really hard to make sure it's a positive and successful experience and I definitely have times when kids go back to school after working in the summer and the teachers are asking what happened to this kid because they're just different they right. have a different level of confidence in themselves and I, I just I think it's a great program for anybody right um and it also really leads you know I see we see kids who get hired out of summer work we see kids it builds your resume so you have something to put mm-hmm. on your resume for when you are applying for a permanent employment right and, um it's just really great.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for everything that you do. Um, And I hope a lot of Lake City students will be getting in touch with you. So thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me.